All the pains of the world can sway your influence in the blink of an eye. My dad always say you have one name. As soon as one person say throw a rumor out there, yeah. and everybody and you know, the bandwagon come in on that rumor, it's over. That's fact. It's gonna take it's gonna it's gonna take a lot more work to get your name back at high standing versus the work it took for you for them to kill your name just like that quick. What's good, y'all? Welcome back to episode four of the More Purpose Podcast, where we talk faith and finances. I'm your host, Clarence. And your co-host, Marlon. And today, we are going to be talking about the cost of influence. But we can't talk about the cost of influence without leadership. Yes, sir. So first question, you ready? Yeah, let's get right to it. I bet. First question is, what comes with leadership? So with leadership comes influence. Mm -hmm. But you can either have positive influence Mm -hmm. or you can have negative influence. And I say that because... um, when you're a leader, it's a different light shined on you. So meaning, um, yes, everybody is human. We're all sinners. But leaders are held to a different standard than others are, whether you like it or not. So I'm going to give you an example. Because when you go from a, a I'm, I'm going to say a regular person, but mm-hmm. when you go from a regular person and then step into the leadership role, like I said, that light's on you. So you can't make the same mistakes that you, uh, you once made. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give you an example. Um, I was playing football. When I was on JV, I missed a tackle or somebody was scoring me. I played defensive back. Somebody scored me. And my coaches would tell me, you got to make that play. You got to make that play. When I moved up to varsity and the same thing was happening, somebody scoring me, I missed a tackle. They like, look, like you supposed to uh, be done with that in JV. You supposed mm-hmm. to fix that in JV. Yeah. So I say all that to say, when you move up in that leadership role, when you move up a step and God elevates you, you can't afford to make the same mistakes that you were mm-hmm. making. It's a whole different light on you. And they they hold you to a way different standard. Bro, the, bro, the standard thing is, come, that's a fact. That's yeah. a fact. Because when you have influence, that means you have some type of power to sway people's opinions, perspectives, yeah. so on and so forth. So... <clears throat> Excuse me, but yeah, so on and so forth. So when it comes with leadership, like you said, on the football field, if you want to be a captain, you can't be a captain trying to call everybody else out on certain plays or everything that they missing, and you go back and miss the same exact tackle. And I and that's the thing because I was a captain. Mm-hmm. So um, Uncle Ben saying Spider Man with great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. And like we said, it's a it's a whole different standard. But the problem is a lot of us want to be leaders. A lot of us want to be in control and have that title, but are not ready for it. Bro, it's crazy because. I find myself um, praying all the time with like God, make me a leader. God, give me the um, the boldness and the consistency and the work ethic to be able to lead people in the right direction, to, to not lead people astray, mm-hmm. or to not lead people down the wrong path, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But what comes with that is different trials and tribulations that make you an actual qualified leader. Yeah. But with that, you have to actually have the mindset, the wisdom and everything to actually, one, take accountability mm-hmm. for your different actions, to know where you went wrong, to be able to build off that, and two... Actually, practice and work under people, serve yeah. under people that's good leaders, so you can study their every move and actually become a good leader yourself. Because if you try to become a leader without having some type of person as a leader that was leading you by example for mm-hmm. you, how are you gonna know how to lead? How are you yeah. gonna know how to work with people? How are you gonna learn the skills that you need to be able to run or lead the team to where they need to be at? Mm-hmm. But that's just like the analogy I was talking about earlier. Basically, like you want to be the captain, but can't even drive the boat. Yeah. Like how are you gonna lead the ship to where they need to go? Mm-hmm. You don't even know where you're going. Yeah. Like you, had, you, know, you learn under nobody. Mm-hmm. But what do you think about that? Like, I think most leaders are formed in the dark. So mm-hmm. like to what you said about um, what you said about the surgeon, like a lot of people want to be leaders but didn't serve nobody. Serve and, nobody. And that's a big thing, especially not just in the church world but in the world in general, mm-hmm. that a lot of people want a lot of stuff to have for them but don't serve anybody. So 
to sidetrack a little bit with that, talking about serving, serving comes with a, a, a humble spirit. Mm -hmm. The problem is we have a lot of leaders that are prideful. Hey boy. You get what I'm talk, saying? Talk to them. And I feel like um, that's a big thing like today that mm -hmm. we're dealing with as a society, that we have a lot of leaders that are prideful because they didn't serve nobody. Mm -hmm. They just wanted, expected everything. It's my way. I yeah. will control. I'm not serving nobody else's vision. Everybody's going to serve my vision. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And actually, as a leader... I believe leaders should have some of the humblest spirits. Uh, always. Like, you know what I'm saying? A real leader is is humble enough to know when to take the back role. Mm -hmm. It's humble enough to know when it's somebody else's turn to lead for like for this yeah, period for of time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so I feel like a lot of leaders don't they don't have that that quality. It's crazy because like for my situation, for y'all that don't know, I'm a photographer. So like for my situation, I never really grew up with having a person I could shadow under mm -hmm. as far as like photography-wise. Cause for me, Nobody in Virginia was really either willing to teach or where I wanted to be at as far as photography came. So I had to always go to YouTube to really fight, figure out the lane I wanted to be in photography-wise and just learn from people that's across the world mm -hmm. because there's nobody in person I could study behind, learn from, teach me right from wrong, teach me yeah. how to go down this path instead of this path, everything. So I'm going, I'm learning everything through experience now, like getting a building and everything. Learn that. Nobody taught me how to, yeah. nobody taught me how to get a building. I'm literally learning everything as I go. Mm -hmm. But... I think God is more so has blessed me to be able to be qualified along the way because I know God's my leader at the yeah. same time. So it's like even though I haven't had like no physical leader, no physical mentor or anybody I can learn from and serve to, He still blessed me enough to be able to lead by example and still lead the right path because I'm serving God's business. Yeah. So it's like when I'm serving God's business, God's still allowing me to be able to to lead in a way through my photography business and put people on, bring people on the team, all that stuff. Even though I mean I feel qualified to lead. Mm -hmm. Those people that's under me still feel qualified to look to me for leadership, mm -hmm. guidance, so on and so forth. Yeah. You know, I'm still looking for that as well in my um, personal field. But I feel like with that, that comes with you having a, like you said, a humble heart. Yeah. Knowing when to let people work, knowing when, having a heart for people in general. Like, yeah. having a heart to be like, oh yeah, nah, Ron, you're going to lock in today. Like, mm -hmm. go ahead and tap in with this. Ain't that. Go ahead and tap in with this, yeah. so on and so forth. Lead. You run, you run the, um, you run the, uh, the team for this one. You run the, the idea for this one. You come with the idea for this. And not just always being a dictator, not always being the, my way or the highway type mm -hmm. person, but that comes with um your heart your heart person. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> well, what you said to the heart posture, uh, I think uh, how you say you don't have nobody. You're basically mm -hmm. like as your leader right now. Yeah. Well, God is your leader. I think certain people are called to be leaders. Yeah. And then I think everybody can form into a mm -hmm. leader. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can get the proper tools to to form into a leader. But some people are specifically chosen mm -hmm. to be leaders, right? Yeah. But I think with leadership, a lot of people want to be leaders, but going back to, uh, we talked about the cost of the influence, a lot of people don't want to pay the price. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, and what's the price? So the price is holiness, like yeah. giving up your, your old lifestyle mm -hmm. for this new lifestyle because you're put on display. Fact. I can't act the same way I was acting beforehand before I got on this platform, before mm -hmm. I got on this stage. It's a bright light on me. So this is something I think is very important that a lot of us don't take the the crucifixion first before we... Before we try to get elevated and stuff yeah. like that, like without, we're trying to get elevated. We're trying to get these titles before we let God do the work within us. Oh, all the behind so, the scenes work. Because if you just let's just say you have a you have an issue you're struggling with, certain something you're struggling with, right? And you just putting the cover over it, right? When you get uh, that leadership role, that same thing that you was falling to, you're gonna fall to it again. Yeah, gonna but it's gonna be on a grander scale. Facts. Not it's gonna, it's gonna get uncovered. So back then, it may not have got as much mm -hmm. attention. But now it's like this is a leader, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, so like you getting held accountable. You you're getting held scale. accountable. So we gotta uh, before we want to be leaders, we gotta ask ourselves like, 
What is it I need to work on first? I need to ask God to do the work within me first. God, take this out of me, oh God. Uh, give me the qualities that I need to be to be a leader so I can lead the people uh, right. Because you can't afford to make certain mistakes. Again, like I said, uh, everybody's sinners. We all make mistakes. But to whom much is given, much That's is required. required. You know what I'm saying? So you got you, you to gotta take it serious. Because being in a leadership role is... You have a lot to lose. Everybody wants to be leaders, but especially in the church world and the spiritual realm, you don't realize how many souls are are attached to this stuff. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like it's not no joke. Like, like for example, every everybody wants to be a preacher. This thing, you want to be a preacher, you don't know your Bible. This not no joke. Yeah, come on this not no. You you teaching people the wrong. You you're taking people. With the, you know what I'm saying? Lead people that, yes, you leading them right astray. So this stuff is not a joke. It's crazy because I think it's in James chapter three. Yeah, verse one. Through 12 basically talks about this, but the first verse one and two is basically says how um not to be so quick to become a leader in the church mm -hmm. because people that are leaders in the church will be judged differently. That's true. And in general, before you even assume that or even want that choice to be like, all right, God, I'm gonna be a leader and everything, make sure you're not judging nobody, make sure you're judging yourself. Point your finger back at yourself and start doing some self-examinations and everything, mm -hmm. because that's where you can grow at. That's where you'd be like, all right, bet I'm a gossiper or I'm a person that always catches myself in a lie, or I'm a person that always catches myself in this, or I'm always misinterpreting things, this, this, and that, and let God fix you where he needs to fix you at, because if not, you're going to be caught up in something on a way grander scale, like Marlon said, mm -hmm. and that's where all the opinions can come, and all, all the opinions of the world can sway your influence in the blink of an eye. Mm -hmm. My dad always say, you have one name. Soon as one person say, throw a rumor out there, yeah. and everybody, you know, the bandwagon come in on that rumor. It's over. That's fact. It's gonna take it's gonna it's gonna take a lot more work to get your name back at high standing versus the work it took for you for them to kill your name just like that quick. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of personal work that you got put in before you get put on the spotlight, and a lot of transparency that comes with that because I feel like the main thing we miss in our youth is transparency. That's true. Like our youth, they're not more. They're not really on the vibe of like Bible, 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 Bible. Like they want to mm -hmm. hear like the transparency that comes with Bible. Mm -hmm. So like I can't come to anybody a random crowd. Be like, this scripture says this, like yeah. Jehovah Witness type vibe, mm -hmm. without giving them an actual transparent moment from my personal yeah. situation that led, like how the scripture actually led me out of this situation. Mm -hmm. So I can't come to somebody and be like, don't want, like, fellas, don't walk around having sex with any and every girl, yeah. like it's a clout contest or whatever, without showing my own personal delivery from doing that. Mm -hmm. like, I can't go and be like, yo, y'all watch, stop walking out with this. And they be looking like, nah, like, what you mean, like, what did you tell me this scripture yeah. gonna do for me? Yeah. Without me being like, I used to do the same exact thing, but this scripture right here, Da, da 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 explain to me why I shouldn't be doing this and it led me to live a greater life now. Now yeah. I feel way better. Now I'm free from that sexual sin and everything. Mm -hmm. So it comes from them seeing people there in their age and everything. Cause like like we said before, adults don't really give us the explanation or the reasoning of why we shouldn't be doing these mm -hmm. things. And they're people of influence too, yeah. like leaders and everything too. But they always just be like, don't do this with no explanation. Yeah. And I feel like that's where the changes come from our generation too, as far as people want to come more like more to church, talk more about the Bible and everything, because they see our youth like actually being transparent about it mm -hmm. and not really trying to hide the different sins we had. Because again, like Marlon said, everybody says, if you want to be a leader, we know you, you won't fall. Romans 3.23, all have sin and come short of the glory of God. So like, you're going to fall short sometimes. You're going to slip up and everything. But as long as your heart posture and your steps are moving towards where God wants you to be, it's going to be good. Like you might have some people that throw out some bad, like bad things about you. You might have a slip up here and there, whatever. But if you are moving with intentionality and moving towards God's purpose for you, it's only so much that, that people can throw at you before you get put on the pedestal. So, throw that back to you, my fault. <laughs> you good. Uh, Dad always told us, like, being a leader, you need broad shoulders. Yeah, hey boy. So, he always said that. He dropped and, a book on that, too. Yeah, 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 you need broad shoulders. And just meaning, like, how much leaders actually take on 
I think being a leader, uh, you're in a decision making process. You're mm-hmm. you take most of the accountability, like you said earlier. So it's like if this thing goes right, it's on me. Yeah. If it goes wrong, it's on me. It's on me. So you gotta have you gotta have broad shoulders to be a leader. Like mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And so what you said about the the transparency and uh, about the youth and stuff like that, I think that's what makes uh, our great leaders great Yeah, because they let the work happen within them first. Mm-hmm. So going back to the things they used to struggle with, mm-hmm. they let God transform them first and now they can help others. They can lead other people out of that mm-hmm. because they let the work start before they ask God for the platform. But we ask God for the platform prematurely. Bro, it's crazy. It's, bro, hold on. It's crazy because Tim Ross' basement... He was he did an episode with the porn star. The porn star that turned into a pastor, basically. Mm-hmm. And the porn star, like, most people gonna be looking like, why am I gonna go to church and listen to a porn star? Mm-hmm. But the porn star, God let him have this experience with life and everything to free up people that fall into sexual lust, sexual sin, people that fall into the pornography, like the addiction to pornography and everything. So it's like you never know what your struggle might be able to help somebody else out if you become transparent, if you become a good leader, if you yeah. become like have the hard posture of yeah, I did this, but this doesn't define me of where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Just like how Jesus was getting disciples that all sinned. Yeah. He wasn't looking for people that was perfect. That's facts. And he's walking around saying, I want you. I want you. Bring your sin with you. Bring your baggage with you. Come mm-hmm. on. Drop everything. Come with me. That's I don't care how you are. Come on. You over here killing people. You over here lying. You over here uh, having sex with this man, this man. Yeah. It don't matter. Come with me. Mm-hmm. So I'll show you what, what a real life is. Nah. I think uh, one thing that we don't really talk about is... Um, the actual cost of influence and in, in leadership is uh basically trying to having to be the example. And mm-hmm. I think that's a that's I think that's a, a huge thing, having to be the example. Because when you call to be a leader, a lot of times you're gonna find yourself doing what the crowd is not doing. Facts. And we'll that's the cost that people are not willing to take. Everybody wants to be a leader, but everybody doesn't want to go the opposite way from the crowd. Can't be a follower. And a lot of times, like I said, a lot of people are called to be leaders. A lot of times, when you actually go the God route and you take the holy route, you don't know it, but your friends are going to follow suit because you're called mm-hmm. to be a leader in that group. But because you're scared to be by yourself, because you're scared to take that road to God, your friends and the people that were called to your life who you were supposed to help get saved, they're not saved. They're still doing the same thing that uh, you're doing because you didn't change your life yet. A lot of people are waiting for uh, you as the leader of the group or the leader of the friend group, the leader of the family, to change your life first and they'll follow suit. And, I, and that's why I believe God called most of us to be leaders. Mm-hmm. But a lot of us are are scared to take that route by ourselves. Like, no, I'm not doing that no more. No, I'm not going there no more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's the cost of leadership. Sometimes you got to be alone. Sometimes you got to uh, go and do things you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. It don't matter if your flesh craves that. I have people watching me. I have people looking at me. I can't, I can't go back to that. You got to walk in a good example. That goes with representation, too. So I was talking to a friend the other day, and we was arg- like basically arguing low-key about, mm-hmm. like, what I can and cannot wear. Cause I was letting her know. I was like, I can't wear that. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, you want to wear that and everything, but I can't wear that. Fact. She was like, oh yeah, would you wear this shirt? It got skulls and stuff on it. I was like, nah, I can't wear that. Mm-hmm. She's like, why you can't wear that? I was like, bro, like for the spotlight that God has on me and everything, the platform I have, I don't need to wear anything that's going to lead people to question what I'm doing. So like the other shirt put up, we was in um, Urban Outfitters. Me and uh, JP was in Urban Outfitters. I was like, uh, oh yeah, these are the different shirts and everything. They was like, oh yeah, get the shirt with the, uh, with the mushrooms on it. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't, I was like, nah, I'm not, I was like, I don't need nobody to be like, oh, he smokes rooms. Yeah. I was like, bro, I don't do none of this stuff. Yeah. So it's like, even if the shirt tough, you have to always know that everything that you do and everything that you, even what you wear can have a meaning, a secret meaning behind it. It can have a different type of examples that it represents, so on and so forth. So if I have a shirt of Playboy or anything on my shirt, 
even if I don't even do none of that stuff, yeah. people going to look at me and be like, he preached about God and everything, but he got a girl in lingerie on his shirt. That's facts. Like, I can't wear everything. But the person was like, why does it matter what you're wearing? Because mm-hmm. of the influence I have. Like, yeah. God put me on a certain level of influence for a reason and gave me a, a certain platform to be able to share the uh, his word to everybody. Mm-hmm. I can't lead people to confusion wearing something that throws their whole mindset off. They can't even focus on what I'm saying because they look at my shirt. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing to what you just said is basically we got to watch our witness. So- Hey boy. Yeah, this is a transparent uh <laughs> podcast. It's transparent. Hey boy. So I went to uh I went to one of my friends' birthday a little while ago, some months ago actually, and I come in, it was already a lot of people scattered in there, and and this person had some of their other friends in there also. So some other people that I didn't really hang around with. And there was drinks in the room, there was alcohol in the room. And so I come in, I sit down, and I can just sense. I can sense people like kind of looking at me to see if I was going to drink mm-hmm. and I can feel it. And they're in their minds like, like this, is the boy that do the, this, is the boy that do the podcast. Like yeah. I want to see if he going, if he going to take a drink. Mm-hmm. And I say that to say, you got to watch your witness, because, but you, you got to, you have to watch your witness. Cause what if I would have took a drink that night? Facts. What if that would have been the night I, I picked up the cup and, and took that drink? They looked at me like, yeah, you know like doing? everything everything he talked about, the guy he talking about, he's serving all that stuff is a, is a lie. You got to be mindful. You you have to be mindful. Yes, I'm human. Mm-hmm. And, but but with leadership comes wisdom. Facts. And that's the, that, that listen, you got to know when to say certain things. You got to know when to do certain things, mm-hmm. who to be around, who not to be around, who to talk around, who not to talk around. Facts. Because with coming in leadership also... And th- and this is the biggest thing is that the people who are not in the leadership role, they're quick to throw stones. Promise you, boy. Watch this. So story time, similar to Mar- Marlon's story time, but I had went to one of my boys' uh, kickbacks at his house and everything. We pull up, right? Pull up to the kickback. We all chilling there. They start bringing in alcohol, all that stuff, right? Bro was like, "Hey, y'all taking a shot? Y'all taking a shot? Y'all taking a shot? CEO, you taking a shot?" I was like, "Nah, bro. I'm good. I'm good, bro. I'm straight." As soon as I said, "I'm good, bro. I'm straight." Start going down the line. Different friend, people I'm cool with basically started going down the line. Usually everybody drink, right? I was like, nah, I'm good, bro. Me, me being a person, uh, like in a leadership role, mm-hmm. like my friend group and everything, or people looked at me for wisdom in certain situations. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah, bro, I'm good. I'm not drinking. Bro, bro was like, oh, yeah, bro, I'm good too. I'm not drinking no more. Mm-hmm. Bro, bro over here, nah, I'm good too. Down, going down the line now. Usually everybody drinking, right? Now I go down the line from me to bro, like five of us. All five of us was like, nah, we not drinking tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm not drinking. I'm not, I'm not drinking. I'm good. To the point where it went down the line to yeah. where everybody was like, nah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you never know how much power your decision may have. Or that might be a test that God be like, are you going to be a leader or a follower in the situation? Yeah. So that, in that situation, I took it as a test. Everybody looking at me like, yo, you going to drink? Nah, I'm straight. Mm-hmm. And me saying, nah, I'm straight led to four other people not drinking no more. Yeah. Usually four people that usually drink, they drink all the time. But it was like, nah, I'm good. Clarence ain't drinking, I'm not drinking. Yeah. And that's the that's the power. Influence. That's the positive of influence. That's the positive right there. I think... Um, a lot of people get into these uh, leadership roles and they don't live uh, a consecrated and a life of prayer. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the main things because a- and as a leader, you need to be constantly praying, you need to constantly be uh, fasting because the devil is trying to attack people in leadership. Fact. Because if you can get the leader, you can get the rest of the troops. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Everybody so I'm going to give you an example. I always bring about the football because I used to play football, but... One of the so this is my my sophomore year. I was on the varsity team. We was in like we was in a playoff game, and one of our seniors on the old line. I'm not gonna say what school we was playing. We was playing a, a a known school in the area, and one of our seniors on the offensive line was scared. 
and you could see it like and he was like he was talking scared and what happened it trickled down all the way down to all the rest of the players now everybody like if he's scared yeah i'm scared (laughs) and i say that to say like if you're not living a consecrated life and you're not living a, a a prayed up life when when things happen and stuff like that your posture will affect the people following you Mm-hmm. So you got to make sure your posture is in the Lord. You got to make sure you're hearing the Lord clearly. You're making the right decisions and all of those things because you're the one they're looking to for guidance. You're the one they're looking to for direction and stuff like that. Of course, God, but God placed you in their lives to lead them to the promised land, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And this is why we have to just be mindful that we stay prayed up and we stay consecrated. Well, it's crazy because like you said, with leadership comes with broad shoulders. Like even if you're in the right, it's on you. If you're wrong, it's on you. Yeah. Be Simone's situation with the book. Like the manifest, manifestation book where they was basically saying how uh, she plagiarized someone else's stuff, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like with her situation, it won't hurt that picked the stuff out. Her team had picked out a certain stuff that was plagiarized, mm-hmm. but everybody put the blame on her. And with her, it was like, as a leader, I'm going to take the blame, yeah. even though I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Like even though I ain't telling them to go do this, I ain't telling them to go plagiarize all this stuff. I thought it was just a good idea from them coming personally, but it turned out that they plagiarized it from someone else's stuff. Mm-hmm. But again, all the blame got put on her because she's the leader. She's the person that influence. She's the one that's in the spotlight. Yeah. So nobody cares about the people that's on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Everybody only cares about her because she's the face of the brand. Yeah. So they're looking like, be Simone it is, be Simone it is. And as a leader, you have to have the, the one to, not, you, you can't be quick to respond, basically. Mm-hmm. You can't be quick to respond. You have to have the patience, the humbleness, and the wisdom to like know when and where to respond, how to react to certain things because one, your bad reaction to that yeah. can lead to even more trouble, more bad news, more uh, gossiping and so on and so forth towards mm-hmm. the name. So her taking accountability could have saved her, probably saved her from a lot more yeah. worse uh, talks and everything that could have damaged her business even more. Mm-hmm. But it just goes to show that when you're a leader, like, regardless if you did something or not, they're going to blame you because you're the one that's the one of influence. Yeah. Even if, like, if I was the one that went drinking, I always, this is why I, when, when dad and mom used to always be like, uh, don't do this, don't do that, I used to always take it as in, since we like the leaders, right? Anything I do, I'm gonna be the one to get caught. Yeah. We go rob a bank together, out of my 10 friends, I'm gonna be the one to get caught. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm supposed, I'm supposed to be the one to influence. I'm supposed to be yeah. the one that goes against the grain. Mm-hmm. We go, we go to a party and something go down, somebody go do drugs, whatever. Yeah. I'm gonna be the one to smoke weed and get laced and have to be in the hospital and that's all on camera. Chill. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that, that's my mindset on everything. It's yeah. always like a, the devil don't, the devil don't like wild out. On a, on like the people that don't care, facts, that's he, facts. he don't he don't wild on people that that don't uh what's it called that don't scare him. Yeah, the devil's right. not gonna react to nobody that's just living life having mm-hmm. fun because there's no threat to him. Yeah, but people that that he know live for God, that he know is going against the grain, that he that he know that are leading people towards a greater life and away from sin. Oh yeah, he, he throwing stones at you. Yeah, all all types of trials and tribulations mm-hmm. and everything. He throwing them your way because he know if I get him to fall, that whole crew fall down. That's facts, boy, and. Well, that's the crazy part because, like you said, the devil is always trying to get people of influence and get the get the leaders. And we can look at society today and look at, but it's so much going on in the world. Not even trying to get deep into it, but you got people like we have Kanye. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You, you, do you see? Do you see how the power and the influence, negative and positive, mm-hmm. that you have? You, you have a positive influence from your music. Then you say you say you some say negative yeah. you say some negative comments and now you see the negative side come mm-hmm. out and that makes me uh that makes me see that as leaders we have to be wise like we really and what we quick. say and what we do and I don't want to get into all the negatives of leadership without mentioning that um with leadership it is some it is a lot of positives and I think my uh, top one positive of being a leader is that God called you Thanks. so 
it's a privilege to be a leader. Mm-hmm. Like it's a privilege. Think about the live the lives you're affecting, the lives you're changing by just being a leader. You should think to yourself, like, because a lot of people look at it like, like how we just said, the leader's always getting caught. Mm-hmm. A lot of people look at it like, God, everybody else is doing this. I can't do that. Everybody else can go here, God. Yeah. Why can't I do it? And that's how I used different. to feel in high school. I used to be like, God, look. It's a lot. Look, it's some dudes in in tenth grade. They scamming. They making ten k. They, they making ten k coming to high Facts. school. I'm like, God, if I, look, I'm trying to get one hundred, and, and I'm gonna be the one. The bank gonna call my mama. Yeah, so bro. I'm like, God, why can everybody else get away with all this stuff, but I can't? But not realizing that it's a privilege. Think about how highly God thinks of you to even put you in that position to like, like. Like, I love you that much. Mm-hmm. Not that he doesn't love the others, but he's holding you to, a, know, different to a different standard. standard. Yeah. He handpicked you. Your standard got to be higher. Yeah. Bro, that's, that was OD. That was good. I appreciate you, bro. Brock, I promise you, back in high school, all my friends were scamming. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Baby, like, yo, see, are you trying to get on this? Hey, yo, just find, just find me somebody, uh, Social Security. We can lock in and get 10K real quick. Crazy, man. I'm like, like crazy. I, I do need 10K, brother. I'm trying to go shopping for Christmas, but I can't do it, bro. They go get that 10K, do what they yeah. do. Splurge, I'm looking like, dang, I should have gotten that joint. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's, it's a wisdom thing. It's like a the fact that I have to even think about it of saying, like, should I do this or not? Mm-hmm. That's that's a sign be like, no, don't do it. Yeah. Because anything can go wrong as soon as I step foot in there. Cause that would be like, come on, take the bait. Mm-hmm. Take the bait. Nah, that's fact. How you gonna act? As soon as you as soon as you give a quick little pop out your mm-hmm. shell, be like, all right, yeah, we're gonna do this real quick. Police behind your car. Hey, let me tell you something. The bank bank start having a siren or something. Something mm-hmm. crazy just happens yeah. and you don't wanna get caught. Yeah. Not even them. They set the whole play up, and you the one who got caught. Telling you because you already know like the pedestal you on, bro. Mm-hmm. And that just like it really do be a wisdom thing and a, discern- a discernment thing too. Yeah, like knowing when and where to be, what parties to go to, mm-hmm. when to leave the party, knowing like how to act when you're out in public. Yeah, like if I was to go to a club, I'm not gonna be at the club wilding out. Mm-hmm. Why are you in the club? I don't know. <laughs> why? Why are you in the club? Like, why are you? In the- <laughs> you you always got people that be like, Yo, "Why he here?" Never, never know like what guy may have called you to do in there or who you called to influence in there. Cause I might be called to go to the club, right? Or just go to the club with my friends, but I might be the one again that don't drink mm-hmm. and be like, all right, yeah, I'm not, I'm gonna be here with y'all, like happy birthday with so on and so forth, but I'm not drinking, I'm not dancing, none of that. And I might lead someone else to be like, oh, yeah, I don't even wanna go to the club no more. Da, da, da. Let's just let's have a regular hangout next mm-hmm. time. Let's start doing this next time. Let's stop yeah. spending money in these clubs every single weekend. Mm-hmm. Cause me, they be like, let's go to the club. You do that. <laughs> you go. <laughs> nah. that, I take a trap. Um, but that's an influence, my fault. Gotta look side <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think another thing with influence, um, a lot of us want influence, but we're not influencing the people God already put us around. You're not so, stewarding your situation. So boy. that's man, let me tell you, son. Oh mm. my gosh. If you're faithful over the few things, I'll make you ruler over many things. There you go. So a lot of y'all want influence, a lot of y'all want the platform, y'all want all of this. But you don't even influence your friends, and this goes back to like I said, going against the grain. You're not even uh, you're not even helping your friends do better. You don't even stick out like a sore thumb. Mm. That that's the problem. If if you if you're so called uh, called to be a leader, I look at your friend group. It's five of y'all, and I can't tell who the leader is. That's a problem. I can't tell who has the influence. That's a problem. So you can't ask God and pray for these things prematurely without uh, working at the surface level first, because. This stuff doesn't just happen overnight. It's what, what it's what you practice. So if you're practicing it with your friend group and with your peers and stuff like that, it will come into play when you get to the bigger platform. But we have to start uh, moving like we have influence now. To go along with that, just a quick example. So for me, God had called me to start a Bible study group chat, start doing Bible studies, start making the podcast, 
all that. And with that comes stewarding like the situation we have because God showed me that I was gonna be speak we gonna be speaking to millions of people, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. So with that comes how y'all gonna steward these Bible studies? Yeah. How y'all gonna steward these Bible study group chats? How y'all gonna steward the five, 10, 15 people that come in this, mm-hmm. in person for Bible studies and everything? And the five, it starts from FaceTime call, it starts from five people on FaceTime, yeah. 10 people on FaceTime, to five people in person, to 15 people in person. Mm-hmm. And the other week we had 33 people in here. So it's like, how are you studying the small situation before you start looking for like the bigger situations? Now we speaking to schools and everything yeah. full of kids. So it's like, like my mom said, you have to be faithful over a few before he puts you in that uh, position to be able to speak to the masses. Mm-hmm. But that comes with one, like actually building up to that and brick by brick. Yeah, that's a <laughs> brick, brick by brick. Like yeah. you got it, it's different stages, it's different levels to it. Like you're gonna get, you're gonna get to this, you can't get to this level until you pass this level right here. That's facts. Until you start stewarding this ten dollars, mm-hmm. then I let you get to this one hundred dollars right here. Yeah. But until then, if you if you gonna keep spending this ten dollars on the same thing, blowing it, why would I give you this hundred dollars? Mm-hmm. Go back to the same money concept. Yeah. But. Yeah, that ain't really like a a steward situation, and you have to have the mindset to be able to persevere through these different things to be able to get to where God wants you to be at. Because He's not gonna get He's not gonna give you the blessing until you prepare yourself for it. Mm-hmm. When preparation meets opportunity, that's where that's where success uh, comes from. Mm-hmm. So, nah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> to end this off though, yeah. Where do you think? Hmm. I need a good question. I need a good question. I need a good question. What you about to ask? I was gonna say, where do you think leader? Where do you think your leadership role will lead you? But I'm trying to figure out if that's like a. Where do I think my leadership role will lead? Like, you know, everybody has different leadership roles. Mm-hmm. So like, everybody, like one person could be a leader over a few, like basically like a mentor. God can just call you to lead to mentor kids or something, mm-hmm. or mentor just three kids, and that'd be your that'd be your uh, yeah. your assignment. Other people might be like, you're supposed to lead all these millions of people right here to where they need to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like it's like different levels to that. But I'm trying to think. Is that a good question? It is. I mean, it is. All right. So what do you think of at least? course, um, God has His own plans for my life. Mm-hmm. He has His own will for my life. But I'm just talking for what I would desire and what I think. Of course, I don't know what God has. Yeah. For, but I think I'm called to lead many people. <clears throat> yeah. I feel like I do a good job leading my friends, and I think it's always great to be able to to look around. If you look around within your circle and you can see who you influence, mm-hmm. if you can look around your circle and not see somebody you influence, that's a problem. You're not doing nothing. And I feel like, and the thing, the reason why I think I'm going to be called to lead a lot of people is because it's never been by force. Mm-hmm. It's always just been natural, bro. My standard, mm-hmm. how I live. Like they see me, and it's not that I'm, a, I'm not better than nobody, I'm not above anybody, but it's always just been like I'm just a natural born leader, mm-hmm. whether that was on the football field, in the classroom, wherever I was, I was a natural born leader. And I feel like uh, God has put me in a position to, to continue to, to steward. And even me just helping you with the podcast is still me being a leader. Mm-hmm. Yes, I look at you, you're, I look at you like you're my leader, basically, yeah. right? Because I do the podcast under you, mm-hmm. I do the Bible study under you but like i said leaders have to have a humble spirit Facts. so i'm looking at it like i'm helping my brother whole time not realizing god probably catapult me mm-hmm. to where somebody else is serving me but to go with that because chris me had hit me up and he was like um i'm proud of how you let your brother lead bible studies and everything even though it was basically your what god told you to do mm-hmm. and it's more like a like you said like the humbleness to be able to know like 
when it's time to shift gears, when it's time to let someone else leave, when it's time for someone else to speak about study, because someone else that be that may be coming there may need what you have to say versus what I have to say. And then from my perspective, somebody who may be gifted or uh, talented and skilled in what they do, a lot of people are not willing to sit down mm-hmm. and be under somebody. Facts. You get what I'm saying? It's crazy. I can go do Bible study by myself. Like, I don't. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Put your pride to the side. Yeah, like yeah, and that and that be the problem. That be the problem. And since we right there, since we talk about, since you just said pride, before we get off this thing, you just made me think about how um, when you're a leader, when you're in the position of leadership, you don't understand that you have to humble yourself every day, especially when you're talented and when you're gifted. It's a continuous process of humbling yourself because you don't want to ever think you got to where you are or you're doing the things uh, you're doing on your own. It's an everyday process because with many gifts and with many talents, y'all, I don't think people understand how quick it is for arrogance or pride to come in. So for example, when I do Bible study, it's like, yeah, you, you bought a good word. My oh, flesh, God. my flesh want to be like, like yeah, yeah. like I, <laughs> I was talking that talk. My flesh want to be like, yeah, I cooked up, like I prepared <laughs> that, like no, it was all God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I just wanted to add that in there. You gotta humble yourself continuously because God will knock you off that pedestal real quick. Facts. You try to take, you try to take, uh, take his glory. Yeah, try to take the glory from him. Watch every time he gonna be like, yeah, humble. Yeah, take it all the way that That's quick. Facts. But you better fix your posture. Yeah, fix your mindset. Be, be slow to speak mm-hmm. and quick to listen. Yeah, you better tighten up, bro. But that's this episode. I appreciate all y'all for tuning in. Make sure y'all join the Bible study group chat and the link in my bio if y'all follow me on Instagram at yes, Sellers sir. Media. Follow our YouTube. Like, comment, subscribe on this. Leave a comment of what y'all think leadership is, what it costs Thanks. to be influential. If you're called to be a leader, what do you think your qualities are? Everything you can think of, any type of conversation we had that led you to have a spark in your thoughts, leave it in the comments for us and leave a like. Leave a review on the, on the Apple Podcast app yeah. too for us. And that's it. That's all. That's all. I ain't, gonna, I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna get in that news yet. We got some news coming for y'all later. Oh, yeah, good but, news, good news. <laughs> yes, sir. But that's it. Love, y'all be safe. Take y'all angels, and we out. Yes, sir.